Welcome everybody to Disney World A to Z. This is the podcast for all things Walt Disney World from A to Z. We'll take you through the magic alphabetically. I'm your host, Emma. So today we are on the letter E. And I thought we would do E for e-ticket. Now, if you're not familiar with this phrase, I mean, you might be because just a couple weeks ago, we talked about the e-ticket club lounge at uh, Disneyland Hotel in California. But the reason e-ticket is a thing is that the admission at Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom when it first opened used to work differently. You used to pay to get in and then you would pay to ride the different rides that you wanted to. And you could buy a little booklet of coupons and they had a-tickets through e-tickets. And e-tickets were for the most popular, most desired attractions. And I feel like that phrase has still stuck around in the name of the club level at the Disneyland Hotel. And just, you'll hear it sometimes, um, the e-ticket attractions are the best attractions. Probably these days, the ones that are hardest to get fast passes to. It is so funny, though, to think of how admission and ticket systems at Disney have changed over the years because, of course, now everything is electronic. Everything's on your magic band. But when it started, you had these uh, these e-tickets and a-tickets and B tickets and C tickets. So in honor of the e-ticket concept, today we are going to be talking about the best attractions at Walt Disney World. I thought I would run you through my personal favorites, the ones I always like to hit whenever we're in the parks, but then also the ones that are the true e-tickets, the hardest to get the fast passes for. Of course, the lines at Walt Disney World this week are probably going to be a little bit shorter than usual because of Hurricane Dorian. So I hope everyone who's down in Florida or in the path of the hurricane is staying safe and hopefully uh, the storm will pass by without causing too much damage. So... We might as well start at the original Walt Disney World Park at the Magic Kingdom. This has, I think, the most e-ticket attractions. And you can see that partly because for Fast Passes, it's not tiered. You know, you um, can book whatever Fast Passes you want. It's not like you can only book one of these desirable rides and then a couple others of some slightly less desirable rides. So at Magic Kingdom, I feel like the first rides that come to mind are the classic ones, the Triple Mountain Whammy, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain are always trickier um, to get fast passes for and tend to have longer lines because they are so great. The roller coasters always do really well and are really popular. But of course, those three are so well themed. Just like walking in through uh, Space Mountain is such a thrill. And like the music and the tunnels. I know sometimes in my party, if some of us aren't riding, my mom and dad don't always ride Space Mountain with us, but they'll often walk through just to take pictures and enjoy the atmosphere. Um, and then you can take Take the ticket exit up at the top. So that is a fun thing to know. If you ever, um, you know, want to stay with your party, but you have motion sickness issues or don't want to ride all the rides they're riding, you can um, go through them with the line. Obviously, if you're in the fast pass line, you still need a fast pass, um, but you can go with them up to the top, and then you just tell the cast member, "I've decided not to ride," and then they'll take you through. They always have like a little back tunnel somewhere. Seven Dwarves Mine Drain has one of the most uh, notoriously long uh, lines at Walt Disney World. That is a rough one too, because a lot of it, the standby line is out in the heat. So that's definitely a priority um, when we're booking fast passes. It's a pity that ride is so short, especially if you compare it to like Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain's a lot longer and has so many more scenes. And yet I do love Seven Dwarves Mine Train. I love the scenes that we do get that mine going through the mine where all the diamonds are shining and then going past Snow White's Cottage is just adorable. Fantasyland does have some e-ticket attractions that always have those long lines. Peter Pan's Flight. Sometimes I look at that line when it gets up 50, 60 minutes and I just... 
I'm not sure it's worth that long in a standby line, although they have done a great job. They actually re- renovated the uh, standby line. So you go through the Darlings Nursery, and it's so adorable. Like, it's so beautifully themed. There's Wendy's bed and Michael's and, oh, what's the name of the other brother? Wendy, Michael, John. Isn't it John? The one with the top hat? <laughs> anyway, it's really cute to see all of their things. And then there's this Tinkerbell uh, magical. She kind of comes in and spreads pixie dust. And you might even see Tinkerbell's shadow appear and do magic on your shadow. That was definitely my favorite part. Um, we did go through the standby line once, actually just to see like all the new um, stuff in the queue. Um, and that was so exciting uh, when Tinkerbell appears and like, you know, makes butterflies and bells appear. It's just adorable. I did a video of that. I'll have to link it in the description below. If you've never seen that part of the Peter Pan standby line, it is pretty special. Um, but Peter Pan, almost always a long line. You know, It's a Small World is definitely an e-ticket attraction for me. I, my uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party costume last year was It's a Small World inspired. I was the Scandinavian doll um, with that adorable little hat. They are, they're all of their costumes. Those Mary Blair designs are so adorable. The big skirts and the hats and the adorable, just all so themed and beautiful. Um, so that's definitely something I try to talk my brothers and the rest of my family into seeing just about every time. And luckily that often has a short line. Um, although some, it's like weird. There are occasionally weird days when like it's as long as Peter Pan. And then there are other days where it's more like 15, 20 minutes. Um, Small World is a very fast loader because they have the big boats and it's just, you know, people continually getting in and out. So usually that's not too bad. Um, that's not something usually you would need a fast pass for. But there are occasionally uh, those weird days when it gets really long. Although the fast passes that like you wouldn't normally think of, like for Small World, those are a lot easier to pick up on the day of. So if it turns out that Small World does have a line and you really want to do it, it's not too hard to just hop on the app and kind of keep refreshing. You'll probably find something in the next half hour or hour. Uh, my mom and I did a whole episode on Fast Pass Roulette, so trying to grab Fast Pass's day of, which is not always as, as difficult as you would imagine, even for the e-ticket attractions. They do, people do change their plans, cancel Fast Passes, so availability does pop up even for the most popular rides. So another e-ticket at the Magic Kingdom for my family is Jungle Cruise. That is such a classic Disney ride. I feel like it can get overlooked, although then again, it does usually have a long line but I can see if you were new to Disney you'd be like it's just a cruise through the jungle and then they make a bunch of punny jokes but it's so classic it's like you're waiting for the puns that you know and love but then you never know when they're going to throw in a new joke that you've never even heard Um, so it's just so much fun that's such a great ride see I was hoping I would keep this list short and I would just pick a couple e-tickets from each park but it's hard to narrow it down and I feel like especially at the Magic Kingdom it's so hard to narrow it down because so many of those attractions actions are so classic and like just have cult followings and it's like their own little brand they're so amazing and so well themed like Pirates of the Caribbean is so great and obviously has its own movies um that uh Jungle Cruise movie is coming out soon I kind of wonder what that'll be like um Haunted Mansion also that's on Athos's e-ticket list it's 
something he always wants to hit up um, when we're at the Magic Kingdom. That had its own movie uh, a while ago. And of course, the haunted uh, Halloween party is such a like great sort of haunted mansion event, like the, the parade. They just um, uh, debuted this year a new ghost bride in the haunted mansion section of the uh, Mickey's Boo to You parade at the Not So Scary Halloween party. And oh my gosh, she looks incredible. She like kind of floats along. She looks, you know, a lot like the bride from the ride and just, oh, so fantastic. See, that's such a great e-ticket ride. One thing you wouldn't think of as a e-ticket attraction, but I feel like always does have a long line is the Tomorrowland uh, Indy 500 Speedway. I have brothers and especially when they were little, that was always a ride we had to do because they had to, you know, drive their own cars. Um, and so it was always something we had to get a fast pass for because the line just builds um, faster than you would think. And it's out in the hot sun. So it's when you don't really want to have to wait, um, wait standby for you really want that, uh, that fast pass. And then also in Tomorrowland, these aren't things you need fast passes for necessarily but um buzzes uh buzz light years space ranger spin i love that one that's that can get long and yet it's it's like small world where it's a continuous loader so you know the cars are continually going by people getting in and out so it's not like they have to stop the vehicle get people out get people in um so typically that line does move fairly fast um and i just love that one i always love trying to get galactic hero i don't always manage it but you know, when, when the ride stops in front of some of those like sweet spots, because there are a couple Z's that get you like 100,000 points just in one hit. One of them is the inside of the robot's left hand. So he's on your left when you enter that first room. Um, so that's what I always aim for first. And then when you're going through like kind of the conveyor belt section and then Zerg's ship shows up, the bottom of his ship, the Z down there, is another 100,000. I keep meaning to look up and see if there are more 100,000s in there because the competition on Buzz's Space Ranger spin is always fierce in my family so I always want to want to get that galactic hero score and my last must do e-ticket attraction at uh, the Magic Kingdom is the people mover the Tomorrowland Transit Authority paging Mr. Tom Morrow like it's just such a classic ride that one the line is almost always short. They don't even offer a fast pass for that because it does move uh, quite quickly generally. But oh, I just love it. Taking a spin around Tomorrowland, that view you get of the castle when you go by is so beautiful. It's so relaxing. Um, I love fitting that in on every trip to the Magic Kingdom. So we'll head to Epcot next. Obviously, the first thing you see when you enter the park is Spaceship Earth, the beautiful round golf ball. And so that, I would say, has to be an e-ticket attraction. That's one that I always love to ride. Of course, in uh, last week's episode, we were just talking um, about the announcements at the D23 Expo, and Spaceship Earth is getting some renovations. I'm hoping and thinking they aren't going to be too, too drastic. Like, I, I doubt we'll lose our Phoenicians or our favorite friends uh, from the different scenes but I think they're going to add a new end scene and there'll be a new narration so that'll be interesting to see hopefully that will not change it in my book from an e-ticket to like a d-ticket or a c-ticket or something I have to admit that Soren, the new um Soren around the world when they changed the video from Soren over California to Soren around the world that really impacted that ride for me like it became it did become more of a d-ticket rather than an e-ticket like it's something that is easy to skip now 
now. Whereas before it was always something that was like, oh, can we get a fast pass for that? I would love to do soaring over California and smell the oranges and oh, see the golf ball whiz past and fly over Disneyland. I think that the uh, digital made a really big impact for me. I just, it doesn't feel as real before it felt like you actually were in a hang glider soaring over California. And now it's just like being in a movie theater, you know, watching like a digital movie, um, which I think is a real mistake. They're doing um, some new movies for China and for uh, Canada, luckily not for France, because you know Impression de France is way at the top of my <laughs> e-ticket uh, Epcot attractions list. Um, but I hope that for these new movies, they'll actually just go and film with with cameras, you know, um, because especially at Epcot, you're representing real places. Like, it's not like a Marvel movie, you know, where there are crazy villains and things getting destroyed that if you had to film that in like reality that would make a really big mess and probably be really expensive um so like for things like that that are more fantastical digital makes so much sense but if you're just trying to show a movie of china or a movie of canada or there's actually oh what's it called amazing earth awesome earth um it doesn't have a very memorable name but there is another new movie um that's coming too uh and i hope they don't use digital for those because when you're representing you know planet earth it's like why are you bothering to use digital that that was what i felt with soren um around the world so that is no longer quite as much of an e-ticket for me although it obviously is um still stunning i think it'd be really fun if they did another new video for that like why isn't there a soren over florida we have the soren over california we need the soren over florida um that would be fun if they did someday However, if you do love Soarin' Around the World, that is one that you are going to want to prioritize a fast pass for. Um, test track also, probably you'll want to prioritize a fast pass for, especially if there are a whole bunch of people in your group and you want to ride it together. Um, test track does have a single rider line, and that generally moves pretty quickly. So it's, you know, maybe 20 minutes uh, long rather than if the standby is like 50 minutes long um but occasionally i've had bad luck with um single riders it's like it's a little bit of a gamble because you could get that weird rare time when the cast member at the front of the line isn't you know feeding the single riders in effectively and so it becomes as long as the normal standby it's a little bit of a gamble um so if you can get a fast pass for test track that's always a popular one and then frozen ever after is your other big e-ticket at epcot um that you're definitely going to want a fast pass for a moment of silence for maelstrom please I, I still miss maelstrom honestly and the polar bear and the trolls although i do really like how they did on um, frozen after they did a really fun job with it of course there's the mary poppins attraction coming that's gonna be a new e-ticket the uh um new marvel ride that they're replacing um universe of energy with i'm sure that's gonna be an e-ticket that uh building looks so weird when you drive into the parking lot it's like huge so it'll be interesting to see what kind of e-ticket that turns into over at hollywood studios we have one new e-ticket open at galaxy's edge galaxy's edge of course just opened to the public at walt disney world um just i think last week the new millennium falcon ride in galaxy's edge smugglers run looks pretty incredible um although there's another e-ticket ride coming to galaxy's edge that uh secrets of the empire and supposedly that's supposed to be kind of even more even bigger more of a kind of of flights of passage um you know impact ride so it'll be really cool when that opens and the mickey and minnie runaway railway that's coming soon too so today's e-ticket episode is turning into like current e-tickets and 
upcoming future soon to come e-ticket rides of course we'll still have our sunset boulevard classics rock and roller coaster and tower of terror those two are definitely wise to get fast passes for because those are two very popular very classic hollywood studios rides and then of course you have star tours as well that one i feel like the line generally stays a little bit more uh, manageable and of course once we have two star wars rides in addition to star tours i wonder if star tours will kind of get a little forgotten i don't know we'll have to see how that pans out Although, you know, Toy Story Mania hasn't been forgotten, and obviously we have two brand new Toy Story rides back there in Toy Story Land. We have Slinky Dog Dash and Alien Swirling Saucers. The Alien ride isn't quite as bad as Slinky Dog Dash. That's definitely going to be more of the e-ticket and more of the one you're going to want to prioritize your Fast Pass for. It'll be fun to ride that with Galaxy's Edge actually open, because in the past one, when I've ridden that, like, there's this one little rise where you kind of look into Galaxy's Edge, and so I've always been like, oh my gosh, what can you see? Like, you know, oh, I can't wait until that opens. So now it'll be funny. I guess I'll just be able to enjoy the Toy Story theming more. I won't be maybe as distracted by Galaxy's Edge uh, beckoning in the distance. But last but certainly not least, we'll hop over to the Animal Kingdom where the first e-ticket rides that come to mind are those in Pandora, of course, World of Avatar. Flight of Passage, I feel like, is the most kind of hyped up and talked about ride at Walt Disney World. Definitely something that you want to make a fast pass for or try to hit first thing in the morning and of course as we've as we know from uh, previous episodes um, they do inflate that wait time ridiculously in the morning like your first you're practically the first one in the park and you get up there and like no one has gone on before you but it already says they have like a 50 minute wait and it's like what don't be fooled by that navi river journey is definitely an e-ticket in my book i just love love the theming in there and the music and the pacing and then the beautiful audio animatronic of the shaman of songs and her awa song is so classic wait wait tiratura i don't know how to pronounce that but that song does have a name i listen to it on youtube all the time expedition everest your animal kingdom roller coaster is a big e-ticket that's another one that does have the single rider line so you can always try that if you didn't grab a fast pass dinosaur is a personal e-ticket favorite of mine and athos's we always like to ride that um it's just so so great seeker is one of my favorite characters in terms of disney world attractions he's so fabulous and and professor dr marsh of course is amazing as well Cali River Rapids, I have to admit, we generally skip because I don't want to get soaked. And that's one of those ones where you're almost certainly going to get soaked. Over on at like the Magic Kingdom on Splash Mountain, you can get soaked. It's possible. But generally, generally speaking, we've managed to make it out of that ride uh, unscathed. But Cali River Rapids, I feel like no one makes it out unscathed. So we generally give that one a miss. Um, but Kilimanjaro Safari, whenever we have time for that, is such a great ride. That one is a little bit more of a time investment um, because, of course, you're going around on safari, seeing all the animals, elephants, lions, giraffe. Um, I I kind of miss the storyline. They used to have, you know, the big red, little red storyline. They used to have Wilson, wasn't he the name, the, the guy on the radio who was constantly uh, kind of checking in on your truck. Um, so I kind of miss that. I, I don't know why they got rid of it. Now it's more of just a kind of classic safari with your cast member uh, filling you in on everything that you're seeing. All right, guys. So those are my top e-tickets. I feel like I probably left a few out, but there are so many great rides at Disney World. And I love how each ride kind of has its own little niche following. I feel like I ended up rambling and naming a bunch of rides at each park. But let's see if I just had to do one Emma's e-ticket at each park. I think I would do 
at the Magic Kingdom, you know, I'm just going to have to go with It's a Small World. I love it. I love those dolls and costumes. They're just so fantastic. At Epcot, what do you guys think? Impression de France, obviously. That, oh, I love that so much. I mean, I love the other rides too. And I know that Impression de France is a show rather than like a ride attraction, but it's so classic. It's so fabulous. I feel like I feel like I have to pick that over anything else. It just has the most emotional pull, you know? All right, let's see. My one ride at Hollywood Studios. Gosh, you know, I feel like most of my favorite rides are actually in the other parks. <laughs> I do enjoy Hollywood Studios. There's just nothing that's immediately popping into my mind like, okay, I have to choose this one. I think, though, I'm going to go for Rock and Roller Coaster because I do love that. And when you get off that ride, like, you're just in such a good mood. You're, like, you know, rocking to the music and, you know, the the pre-show, make it a stretch, make it a super stretch. We quote that all the time. So that's definitely going to be my uh, Hollywood Studios e-ticket. And then Animal Kingdom, you know, it's actually kind of a difficult choice because I love Seeker and I love dinosaur but then again I love Awa and Navi River Journey so I think I think I might go with Navi River Journey over dinosaur just slightly because that's just such a great ride and then you get off it and you go over to Satuli Canteen and you have you know a night blossom and a cheeseburger pod and that's like part of the part of the Navi River Journey experience well there we go guys I hope you enjoyed today's episode if you're not following the podcast on social media yet we are on Instagram Facebook and Twitter Disney World A to Z um, you can also find our Facebook group where uh, we have lots of active members answering questions talking about upcoming trips I'll leave the link to that in the description if you're not following me on social media you can find me on youtube i'm bookish princess i do uh, post new videos uh, just about every week there and i'm bookish princess on instagram as well as always thank you guys for listening and i hope you have a magical day